0: There's this thing that happens when people get into copywriting where they not not all of them, but but many just become completely obsessed with just I have to I have to read all the copywriting books, I have to reread, I have to study, I have to like fill my bookshelf with all of these uh, all of these great copywriters. I have to study exactly how they wrote headlines and how they wrote uh, all their different components of their of their copy and all of this stuff, right? And it becomes this, this treadmill where you're just running and running and running, trying to consume as much information on copywriting as possible. And for some people, they use that as a way to actually stop, to actually stop themselves from taking the action to become a copywriter, to become actually a working professional copywriter, to get paid as a copywriter, because they always feel like there has to be one more and one more and one more and one more and um what i want to say like i i want to approach this from a couple different angles today number 1 number 1 you don't have to read all the copywriting books beca- before you're going to become a successful copywriter in fact i know great copywriters who've read very few if any copywriting and marketing books i also know great copywriters who've read a ton so i'm not saying you'll be terrible if you read a ton of copywriting books but what i want to say is you don't have to let it stop you from going out there and being successful. But also, what I wanna focus most of this episode on is this idea of not limiting yourself, not limiting your learning to copywriting and marketing as important as it is to, for example, you know, follow channels like mine, podcasts like mine, read books like mine, and to consume information about copywriting and marketing, it's also important to branch out. And so that's what I wanna cover in today's episode. Let's start with studying copywriting and marketing is limited. I believe, and this is based on working in, in copywriting and marketing since 2005, you can learn most of the fundamentals that you'll use for your entire career in marketing in one to three years. And like that's that's laying the foundation. It doesn't mean you're gonna become great in one to three years. It means that you're gonna learn the fundamentals, the basics, like the, the skills that are required to succeed within one to three years. And then you just need to go out there and go do the work. I mean, within for me, it was like within five or six months of discovering that I was even excited about marketing and especially direct response copywriting, I got a job as a copywriter. Now, I was well-supervised, and so I was able to not have all the skills necessary to succeed while also being successful in the limited role that I had, right? Um, But that was six months, and I think that at most, you wanna study for one or two years. You wanna learn this stuff for one or two years before you really go out there and try to make it what you do every day on a daily basis to get paid, to make your living. And then, I love the concept uh, from professional sports of spring training. And that's where you know all these people who are at the pinnacle of their sport, they go to some kind of training camp, and it can be in the spring. That's It's the off-season, right? Um, it can be in the spring for summer and fall sports especially. But they just go back and they practice the basic skills. They practice the fundamentals, right? And this is the stuff that you learn in the first one to three years. And you know, you take you take somebody who who, let's say, plays football um, and we'll say soccer football, or you take someone who plays football, American football, right? You you take somebody who who plays one of those sports, they probably learn the fundamentals for those sports, or hockey, my son's playing hockey for the first time this year. You learn the fundamentals in your first year, first season in these sports, and yet, you take someone who is a absolute pro at these sports and they're gonna practice the same skills. They're gonna do many of the same drills. They're just going to do it from a different level of understanding when they're doing it in the spring training every year and they continue to grow those fundamentals. And yes, yes, like one of the reasons we continue to learn copywriting and marketing is because things change, right? But marketing changes very slowly. It changes as media changes, but even that, there are, usually underlying principles, the fundamentals, that apply across media, that apply whether you are offline, online, on social media, on a website, in email. Fundamental principles are going to remain the same. It's just how do you apply it to media? And so some ongoing learning can come from that, but a lot of that's gonna come from experience in the marketplace. The downside to being really focused on the ongoing learning is when you get obsessed with a, a topic like copywriting and marketing, you can end up with this tunnel vision that really limits your ability to really connect with your audience, to connect with your market. And unless your market is, are people who are absolutely obsessed with copywriting and marketing, well, even if it is, you're still gonna struggle to connect with them on anything other than the, the sheer, the, the pure skill of that. And the reality is that is one of the least valuable ways to connect with people. So, if you're gonna stop learning copywriting, stop learning marketing, what's the number one thing you can focus on learning instead? Psychology and especially emotion. Man, I go through way more psychology books per year at this point than I do copywriting and marketing books. I'm still learning, like just the other day, I um, I got another marketing book in the mail. And so I am still learning copywriting marketing But but right now, before I was recording this episode, I was going through a a book on psychology and a book on growing yourself as an individual, doing your own work on yourself, right? And understanding how you work inside, how your thoughts work, how your feelings work, how our, our minds work, how we relate to people, understanding all of that and the constant struggles that we face in tr- just trying to live a happy, healthy life. Well, that's gonna be way more powerful when it comes to connecting with your audience, No, pretty much no matter what it is that you're talking about, right? Even, for example, I used to sell IT training and you know that's about getting ahead in your career. Oftentimes it's a very technical skill that someone is learning and the perception of that entire market is that they are very logical technical focused people. But the reality is they're just as emotional as everybody else. You know they may be even more emotional because they try to repress and suppress their emotions and so they don't know how to deal with it and so they can't actually process the emotions right. But if you understand that you know somebody is buying that training because they don't feel like anybody respects their skills and so they need to get the certification and they always feel like they've struggled to get respect in life not just in their career but from you know people who they thought loved them etc like all of that wow suddenly we're connecting with that person on a whole different level and tapping into the deeper motivation that's going to actually lead them to buy and so understanding things like our brokenness our shame our Insecurity. Um, I, I, one of the very first business videos that I ever added to my YouTube channel was "We're all effed up, broken, and insecure." And I'll make sure to include a link uh, in the description to that video. It is SFW, It warns that. Um, but yeah, like we all struggle with these feelings sometimes. And the more you can learn about it and understand it, the more effective you're gonna be in connecting with people regardless of the topic that you're actually talking to them about. And importantly for yourself, but also for your market, as much as we're moving away from those negative feelings, we're trying to move towards positive feelings, towards feeling better, towards feeling joy, towards living a fulfilled life. And so understanding also how to feel better, not just the negative stuff, is going to make you a more effective communicator, a more effective copywriter. Now, don't stop there. Don't stop with just, okay, you learn the fundamentals of copywriting and marketing, you learn some human psychology. Like, going back, Gary Bensavinga said, I'm sorry, not Gary, Gary Halbert said, that marketing actually boils down to two things, behavioral science and math, or behavioral psychology and math. Meaning, if you understand why people behave the way that they do, what gets them to behave in certain ways, as well as the math of actually managing a, a direct response campaign, understanding response rates, understanding ROI, understanding statistical significance when you're doing split tests, understanding all of that. Well, if you understand the behavioral psychology and the math, those combined will make you a great marketer. Um, But, 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 you should also sprinkle in a little bit of your own passion, your own obsession. When I talked to David Garfinkel on my podcast a few months ago, he said one thing that was consistent among so many great copywriters that he has worked with is they have their own little obsessions. And so you deal with somebody who, you know, likes to cook and You know, the average person who likes to cook will have some recipe books, have some things that they're excited about, uh, have some favorite dishes. They like to, you know, cook and share it with friends. A copywriter will figure out like, what's so important about all the ingredients and all the spices and the best place to source for each spice. And you know, you have Gary Bensavinga who has fresh pressed olive oil, who wrote pages and pages and pages and pages that will convince you that any other olive oil you've ever drank has been doing a disservice to your taste buds if it's not fresh-pressed and delivered to you like within a very short period of time after having been pressed out of the olives in Europe, right? Um, And you get this obsession with different topics and that makes you more interesting as a copywriter because you can follow those paths and sometimes you might get obsessed about something you learn about through a client. Sometimes you might get obsessed about something you learn about just out of personal interest that seems to have nothing to do with copywriting, right? But you get obsessed about these things because of the passion that you feel as you go down those rabbit holes, and that energy will come through in everything that you do so for example, like this year, one of the things that i'm I feel like I'm finally moving forward with is is this thing that that I've been sitting on for years and not even talking about um, but I've been excited about storytelling for a long time, but never felt like I was really a a fiction writer or a novelist or anything like that like. I could write a novel, I think, but I don't know how good it would be. Um, but I've used plenty of storytelling in copy. I've studied storytelling for copy. I've studied storytelling um, in in the context of of like sp- screenplays, etc. And um, also, I've been studying recently storytelling in musicals. Uh, and I never thought of myself as someone who would write a musical, but at this point, I'm. I actually have what I think is a very powerful idea for a musical, and I'm going to work on the the book, which is the the underlying story, and I'm going to work on the lyrics, and um and and see where that takes me. And this is just pure passion, pure excitement, and uh, perhaps at some point get someone who is better with actual music composition than me uh, to help me turn it into the music um, that would be able to. Uh, be something that a producer could take and put on stage, and so that comes from my own personal excitement around storytelling and writing, um, but also music production because I have I have a good sense of music even if I'm not great at playing music, um, and I've made music for a long time. That's uh, mostly been something I've kept to myself, but this feels like something that that has that passion and excitement behind it in a way that. Most other projects haven't for a long time in those fields. Um, also, you know, my own personal examples go into to money and finances, which I use for a long time to uh, run a successful financial copywriting career, working with many of the best financial publishers in the business, you know, meditation, breath work, that's mindfulness, that sort of stuff has been... Yeah, it's it borders on psychology, but it's been something that's been a passion of mine for a long time. Fitness is something that I'm excited about, I'm passionate about. And those are my own little rabbit holes that I've gone down around this. But what I want to say is like all of those things, all of those interests can make me a more interesting copywriter. And if I, for example, talk about something having like... There's probably a whole segment of my audience that's into musical theater, um, whether it's you know recently excited by things like Hamilton or somebody who's been into it for a very long time who knows like Oscars and Hammerstein. Uh, uh, who and 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 I'm not a, a theater historian by any stretch of the means, but um, I've been moved by various musicals and. It's something where I feel um, just a, a connection that there's a particular story that could be told in that particular way and be incredibly compelling. And I probably have a whole segment of my audience at this point who, um, who who who's going to see me in a different way because of that connection. And it's a richer connection. You know, another thing for me that I don't have in my notes here is ADHD. When I talk about ADHD, when I talk about having been diagnosed as ADHD inattentive as as an adult, and some of the things that I've struggled with uh, before and after that diagnosis, that's something that so many other people have connected with, uh, and and these things they make me a more interesting marketer because I'm not just obsessed with like you know 101 headline formulas, right? So. Um, As much as I try to make breakthrough marketing secrets about copywriting and marketing, I cannot help but stray into these other areas because I know that you're going to be a better copywriter. Like, head to head, a copywriter who just studies all the copywriting classics, and somebody who who went through those copywriting classics and got the fundamentals, but who is way more uh, broadly read, uh, way well read in their various interests and passions and excitements and obsessions, I will give the control. I will assume that, the, that that person who has the much broader interest base is going to beat the control way more often or is going to win in a test way more often versus the person who is just studying copywriting. So if you wanna become a great copywriter, uh, number one, <laughs> it's not just about copying. It's not just about learning like, oh, this is John Capel's style or this is Gary Benzavinga's style or this is whatever and I'm gonna copy it, right? Or you know more modern copywriters, you can go off that right? It's not just copying, even though it's called copywriting. It's about being interesting. It's about writing interesting things in interesting ways um, and connecting with your audience on that level. And there are some things that you can do, like make an offer <laughs> that is an expression of a fundamental of copywriting and marketing that will make that more effective, Right? But if you don't write about interesting things, it doesn't matter how well structured your copy is. If you don't uh, if you don't write about interesting things, it doesn't matter like what your offer is. If you can't engage your audience, engage your readers with something that that compels them to read or listen or pay attention in whatever media, then it doesn't matter what it is that you're selling. And the way that you be interesting and this, you know, there, there are people like Dale Carnegie who who've taught this for a long time in terms of just social interactions, but the same thing applies to writers. The way that you be interesting is to be interested, to be interested in lots of things, to follow your interests, to follow your passions, to follow your excitement, to follow your obsessions, to learn about topics, including the humanity of your market, your people, right? Understanding people, being interested in people makes you more interest, interesting to people. And there's a there's a good book in this regard. I actually just wrote an email to the author, Denny Hatch, and said, is there a better place to get this in Amazon? Because um, the way that Amazon pricing works, the price often gets jacked up a lot because it's out of print and limited quantity. But the book is called Method Marketing, and it's by Denny Hatch. And uh, it's it's based on the same premise as method acting, that if you get into the mind of your character, you'll be able to deliver a more compelling performance. Method marketing is if you get into the mind of your market, you'll be able to communicate with them in a more compelling way. And that starts with just getting inside the human mind and understanding how our minds work as human beings. My call to action to you is number one, ask yourself, how can you use this? Uh, the next book you pick up, does it need to be a piece of fiction? Does it need to be a piece of, you know, of of history? Does it need to be a book about psychology? Does it need to be a book about something else completely, right? How can you use this? Um, and... Make sure that you like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you, sometimes very focused on tactical, technical copywriting and marketing skills, and sometimes much broader or based in principles and, and, and strategies for being a better copywriter, marketer, and entrepreneur. <clears throat> Now, if you wanna be a professional copywriter and make a good living as a copywriter, yes, you need to develop the skills, but there is one book that I strongly recommend you grab, and that's my book, The Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid. This is not about the skills of copywriting. It is a book about the business and career of copywriting. So once you have the skills, how do you turn that into paychecks? How do you turn that into jobs? How do you turn that into businesses? How do you turn that into financial success? And the Copywriter's Guide to Getting Paid is all about that. That will be the first link in the description. I will also include a link to Method Marketing by Denny Hatch on Amazon with the warning that uh, the price is often (laughs) inflated. I will link you to the best price that I can find. And I'll include a link to that video. We're all effed up, broken, and insecure, which again was one of the very first videos that ever put on my channel specifically for business. Um, But again, like it was about... Psychology. So, um, in in that regards, you know, uh, I I haven't changed much, I suppose. But I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every, I, I'm here now every day, and in every episode, I'm trying to help you become a better copywriter, marketer, and entrepreneur, so that your copywriting, marketing, and entrepreneurship will be more effective at bringing you the success that you want. I will see you again in tomorrow's episode. See you soon. Bye.